Yes, sir, Skid. You tuned in to another edition of Infinite Vibes. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? I am Moran, the man. I'm in the presence of my rich ass, bossed up ass co host, DJ B Lexus. Well, I love it. Gotta love that money, though. Got to, man. It's and green. I love getting money with my team. That's number one. Hey, man, for sure, man. It's so. green. Green is always healthy. That's what yes. the doctors say. We get green. green. That's a that's a healthy color. Indeed. But we are in the presence of somebody like, you know, on our show, we usually talk to a lot of artists models but it's always refreshing to talk to somebody who's works in the same industry we work in but there may be somebody that be behind the scenes mm-hmm. somebody that really be out here putting plays together and you may not even know what this person does he's one of these types of people he be in the room he probably got a million dollars but you ain't gonna speak to him but he the one that put the whole play together mm-hmm. please introduce yourself to our listeners big dog oh man Devin White no <laughs> All right, bro. Like, we gonna try that again please introduce <laughs> man it's crazy cause when you said that I'm like, um, oh, we can get into this. We can get into this yes, perfect yes. intro. Um, but I don't know what to categorize myself as. Yeah. I mean, I'm an artist. I, I started. I started. I didn't know that. Yeah, see? I did not know you're an artist. There we go. Okay, well, cool. That's great. That's news to me. Yeah, so I started just, just singing um, and got on the other side of things. I think really out of first, just a desperation, just trying to find a way through a door to mm. do something to, you know, create some type of value. Right. Um, and so now it's just a you know a multitude of just things that are just um, building up, and uh, I kind of go with the flow. Beautiful. So that's all I can say was Devin White. Okay. You started <laughs> as an artist, right? Yeah. But you kind of drifted and had like a motivation to help other artists. Yeah. How yeah. did that tie in for you? Well, it was because I, for some reason, yo, I think like in life, just whatever whatever uh, God gives you. You know, you you either process it and find a way to, like, make the best out of it or, you know, sometimes some of us succumb to the to the trauma, right? And mm-hmm. so, like, for me, I was, um, I didn't have a mom or my dad when I was born. Um, and it was probably really a confusing time. I, I found a love of music, and that was my distraction um, for anything that was going on. Very relatable. You know what I, I mean? Like a lot of people in our culture can relate to yeah, that. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. So that was my escape. And um, I think... I've always had a problem with being a selfish person. Now, sometimes that gets in my way because sometimes I should be a little more selfish. Mm. But um, I've always just had a guilt there. So if I had an opportunity, I'm like, yo, this is has to be a way for this to make sense beyond myself. That part. And so that's how that's how I got to this space now of like really working with other artists. Um, it was like. Um, I'll I'll jump a little bit, but I think that first national thing obviously was um was Rel Rel Carter and working with um him and that Rock Nation Association and when all of that happened, that was the first national thing for me. So are you still with Rock Nation? Well, I was never with Rock Nation. Okay, I was always um. You I got met- pictures on the Cloud Couch now. The infamous hey! Cloud Couch of Rock Nation. Yeah. For the people who don't know about the Cloud Couch, it's the gold couch that's in the room with all the pictures, all yep. the legendary yeah. pictures. That's like literally the infamous clout room in the yeah. entertainment industry. Yeah, sure. But if you make it to that couch, you had to do something to get there. Okay? 100%. Yeah. I ain't even been there yet. Well, I ain't never seen no minor people on that couch. <laughs> yeah. No models, no nothing. Like, if you're on that couch, you official. Right. Oh, man. Well, I'm glad y'all look at it that way. That's great. Yeah, nah. I've honestly, I was laughing because I got like four or five years of pictures mm. on that couch, and it's just so funny because um, when you're on the other side of that, it's like you 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 have so much work to do, mm. right? So that's really all you're really thinking mm. in any space you go in. It's like it's never that moment where it's like 
oh, I've I done it. It's mm-hmm. just kind of like, shit, I'm in here, and tomorrow I got to do this and this and that. Right. Um, but, um, yeah, no, I was never with Rock. It was me meeting Rel and um, me being an R&B artist rather than just saying, oh, man, this is Jay-Z's nephew. Maybe I can get him to host my mixtape. I, I was just <laughs> like, I was like, yo, it would be really dope to do something um, that was transformative and inventive that would open that door for other people. Right. So that's when I came to him with the idea for the culture tour um, that me and him started. Right. So we took that around the country. And so for me, that was rewarding um, because, uh, you know, a lot of the artists were coming out at first just because it's like, you know, you hear Jay-Z, you hear Rock Nation, you know, all of that. But then once they got there, they were learning a lot. Um, we had like Jay Yoko, who is incredible. She's a consultant. She was there and teaching registration and publishing and copyright law and so i was learning on the road too um so one thing i can say about your approach to things it's like at least uh i've i was we were able to come to one of your events and it just comes off like you're really big on a helping and b teaching Mm -hmm. like really teaching these artists like yo you gotta have this in order to get to this yeah where does that come from yeah i feel like see it's the thing it's crazy i think that's god because I literally just wanted to sing. <laughs> and I was like, that just wasn't um, the the way that uh, it's still there and it's it's coming. <laughs> but that wasn't my path the way that I had envisioned it. I think sometimes God, like, you got to go with the flow and right. be fluid and God has work he wants you to do. Right. And so you do it that way. Um, but I, I never really set out to be a teacher or to do any of that. It was just, I remember being... Um, out just pursuing music and just getting finessed and oh, wow. and just like going to showcases that just like there was no value and like mm-hmm. I just remember all of that and so for me it was like yo there has to be a different way to do this there has to be a different way for artists to connect and network with folks and do it in a way that felt like it has some more integrity to it like right. I remember being going to that stuff when I was younger leaving just feeling like Played. depleted like you know like damn my dream is it's not coming like it's not coming and so that I think that feeling for me was so intense I was like bro like I can't change everything but you know we got to do some things to to even the playing field here to make it you know people feel like a little more respected in these things I mean the art is carrying everything the art is carrying the whole industry so people you know um people just feel just feel a little a little more appreciated. They should. Um, and, you know, and so then through that, obviously, it was a benefit to me. It made me money. Um, it helped me travel. Right. And I got to travel and learn. And um, so it's a, you know, it's a win-win. But that I think that's just what it came from, just knowing what that felt like and wanting to just create something that didn't come across that way. Right. Dope. How do you feel? Because, you know, in this industry, right, unfortunately, yeah. you know, you go on Twitter, everybody's an A&R, right? Everybody's a publicist, right? Every, everybody signed a multi-million dollar artist, right? Mm-hmm. It feels like, you know, we have too many people that are giving opinions, but they don't have anything to back up that opinion. Mm. So how do you feel when you hear these people spew out these things that may not be good or accurate? Because somebody like yourself, you have the experience. You literally just told us, which I want to thought you would have said that, you know, you did a showcase and you did the BS and this happened to you. Mm. Yeah. You created something to alleviate that. Yeah. So... Um, so I think that 
one of the key things is relationships, mm. right? And the I think, I, my opinion, uh, the music business is about people. And it's about managing your relationships with people. Right. And I think sometimes with artists, you know, we... You know, we're designed to, you know, we want to win. You know, you just, you want to win. You want people to hear your music and celebrate you. Right. And you want to win. That puts you in a space where you're easily manipulated. Mm. Um, and so there's always going to be someone else with another angle, right? It's just like a relationship. You're in a relationship with somebody. Mm-hmm. It's always somebody else that has something else. You know what I mean? Or like, I um, mean, that's the same thing with music. And I think sometimes with uh, things like you're mentioning, you go, you know, you get on to, like an artist works with somebody and, you know, maybe that person does 30 things, like, amazingly. Right. And then they do, like, three things and it's just, like, terrible, mm. right? Now, usually sometimes the artist is completely disappointed because they're trying to win, right? right. So they're like, well, now I'm disappointed. They, they've lost faith. Right. Then Joe Blow comes up and he says... You've been doing this completely wrong. You should have been doing this, this, and that. Then the artist says, okay, yeah. All right, I'm going to go listen to him. And then they find out that he's human and imperfect and makes mistakes. And then they go to this person and then they something happens and they go here. It's just like relationships. Mm-hmm. You can choose to find a way to make it work and learn or you can just keep jumping around. Exactly. But when you jump around, it slows your progress. Because right. you can start so over. You keep starting you over. You keep starting over, over and over again. So it's like... It's really about people. It's like you you got to manage those relationships with mm-hmm. people. Everyone's not going to be perfect. They're going to make mistakes. Stuff's not going to go right. But you got to, you know, keep that relationship. I feel old. I'm about to feel really old. But back in the day, <laughs> back in the day, people would, uh, you know, they use these teams, right? And right. they're riding these roller coasters together. It go up. It goes down. It goes up. It goes down. Um, and but through that process, it was a truth there. So it's like when you don't have people there with you, you stick with, there's, it ends up being no truth, really. It's just trying to be seen. That's deep, man. You know? That's what, That's it's deep. like that. I think artists, too, like you said, that comes with the not being able to be loyal, you know, because, like you said, they want it so bad to the point where they believe false prophecies and stuff like that, that people sell to these dreams mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And it's like, instead of, like, Taking matters, because there's a lot of artists that don't take matters into their own hands. They would rather somebody else do it, and they don't want to learn the business. When you really understand that you're a business, you want to learn about the business, (laughs) because you don't want to be like, oh, I don't know where my streams from Apple is, or how I log on and see how many I got in Atlanta, see how I got in Chicago, like, or I need to log on and see my distribution and see what's going on in this with these streams or, you know, like the percentages, the splits, and, like, they don't even understand, and it's like, how the hell are you trying to be yeah. an artist, but you mad because you done, you got done dirty? Yeah. You don't, under, you got to understand the business. Like, yeah, for sure. But they keep going through the cycle over and over, like, Same cycle what's some then. advice that you got for artists like oh, that? Man. Like, like I just said, it's like the, you know, different cycles, different folks, it's like, your team's not going to be perfect. You got to understand that your team's not going to be perfect. Any major corporation, their team's not perfect either. Um, you know, but there's an investment there, right? You go through the corporate corporate structure. They've trained these people. They've been there. It's thousands of dollars invested in 
that employee or that, you know, that position. And right. so you got to work through those kinks. Right. Um, and as long as the per- the people with you actually you believe they genuinely want to see you succeed, then you got to work that out. You got to talk through it. You, you know, you figure it out. Like a, even myself working with Rel and all the stuff we've done has been like six years. You know what I mean? And it's just kind of dealing with the relationship. Right. Things are great sometimes. Things are horrible. You just gotta figure. You gotta stick in there, um, because um, that's because when things break the way you want, you know that you have that structure there. Someone that's been there, people that have been there, they you know they understand. Right. And um, so I think that's important. You grow. You know, you try to you try to, as best as you can to grow together. Now it gets to a point where you know someone's elevating and. You know, this it's a team that's not trying. Mm-hmm. That's a different conversation. But if if they're if they're running if they're running and trying to keep up and they keep falling, but they running and they getting up and they keep going, that's you you stay you stay. Right. You know, it's like you figure it out. Now, if they lounging on the side, you know, and you're right. running, then it's like okay. Right. Yeah. What if you're not being hurt? Like, what if you have a a manager or somebody on your team? that you've been dealing with for a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, they done invested some money into you, but you feel like they haven't progressed as far as, like, communication. They don't listen to you or they don't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They just, you're not being hurt. So you feel like, what am I doing? This so thing? I feel like in that situation, if it's somebody that really cares, it just may not be the right space for them mm-hmm. with you. So you got to restructure. You say, yo, this is, let's, have you over here? Yeah, you know, <laughs> like we gonna, this, we gonna just, you know, that's gonna, that's a politically correct way of saying you're being fired. No, nah, <laughs> nah, nah, but I still fuck with you, nah, nah, nah yeah, no. Nah. Nah. But I mean, sometimes you gotta move stuff around and still kind of, you gotta move stuff around and keep the people around if it, if they're genuine. Right. You know, it's like um, because it can't think about it. It can't just be about um, who's the best, right? If you look at life like that, right? Like who's ever the best is. It's like, you know, you you know, your people are there. They're gonna go through stuff. They're gonna go through life. It's gonna be a lot of stuff. Right. You gotta be, um, you know. And then and then what? What about when you become the best, but then someone, another team, somebody else is, then you're like, I'm gonna go over there. It's like I'm gonna go over here. It's like no, you gotta you gotta communicate. You gotta communicate. You gotta figure it out. But yes, niggas definitely should be moved around when necessary. Yeah. Because um, you can't just keep somebody in a space. You got somebody doing PR, and it's. They have no idea what they're doing. Right. It's like you can't keep them there, but I mean, you can keep them around. Yeah, it's all—it's always stuff to do. It's a lot of stuff to do, a lot of moving parts. You do got to communicate. If you feel like you're not being heard, I do feel like communication works both ways. So yeah. you got to sit down with somebody that you've been building with and let them know, hey, this isn't working. But if we go this route, this may be right. the the solution to this. How do you feel if they not anything? You cut ties. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? If it just don't work out, it just don't work out. Yeah. But you can't do that every time. You have to communicate. You can't yeah. just be like, oh, I'm done. I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. I'm the one. I, they need to focus on me. Like, yeah. <laughs> you it, know how these artists, they be getting real, like, yeah. real it's, crazy with the, with the, I guess, confidence. Yeah. And it's weird because it's like, with artists, you don't want to, you don't want to disrupt that confidence because right. they need it. Right. We need it. Um, you know, it's like, so you can't take that away, but it, like you said, it's just communicating. Mm-hmm. It's, and that's why I think it's so important to, like, the energy you put in. Like, even with you, like, I know you've thought long and hard about the artists that you, 
you know you work with and the energy you give out right. um to um to invest in their journey mm-hmm. but it's a big decision it's a big decision and like i said i'm i'm working on that cuz sometimes i'm i think i'm a little too uh too uh kind yeah you know yeah. and it's like um you know it it can it can be taken advantage of um a little bit of people pleasing and stuff in there too right so um but I love art, so if I see something I think is amazing, I I want to try my hand. Exactly. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, you definitely out here doing a lot of great things in the name of art. So you know, um, we just want to encourage our listeners, like when you're in these type of settings with you know artists and creators, make sure you speak to everybody because <laughs> you never know who you could be talking to. You could be talking to somebody that could put you in a room with this person, put you over this play. And I feel like you're somebody that really, you really home, you really um, bring that message home. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Cause every, every time you go somewhere, like, you know, I was talking to somebody the other day and they were saying they were going to their friends listening, uh, listening party. Um, it was, a, they were like, this is a really dope artist. And I was asking about who it was and they were like, well, yeah, I actually met him at, uh, you know, this so-and-so event you did in this city or something. And I was like, wow. And it just made you realize it's bigger than all of us, you yeah. know, in those moments, it's like those are golden opportunities to connect. And um, but connecting is just the first part. Like you know, like you were saying, people got to take stuff into their own hands. Right. Ask the questions you want to know the answer to. You know, and really like step out there. Mm-hmm. I think so often it's kind of hard to do that. It's hard to be vulnerable in that way. I think mm-hmm. um, for people, but it's necessary. So necessary. No, it definitely is. Like, yeah. can you speak on the importance, like? investing into yourself as an artist yeah because you are involved with marketing promotions yeah you know you gotta move a product you can't just let it sit and think a million people just gonna be like oh look at this guy look at this girl let me check her out but it's it's you gotta advertise you gotta you gotta market yeah so i'll say two things on that definitely definitely is i mean music doesn't move itself I think sometimes from a promotional standpoint, it, it kind of is like framed that way and sold yeah. that way it, as if it's a dope song and everybody just caught on to it. But, you know, in actuality, there's a lot of uh, structure and metrics and money going into how a, a record moves. And, um, you know, it's so important to, you know, if you go to a label, you know, they're taking a risk and they're going to put money out um, to... Uh, in hopes to recoup it, mm-hmm. but um, you can't have somebody that doesn't know you put money out and you haven't put your own money out before then. Right. That doesn't make sense because it's like if if it's not worth the risk of your money, you know, it's like why would why would it be worth the risk of someone else's? That part. Um. So, uh, yeah, I mean that's the first step. I mean I tell people all the time if I talk to them, if you don't have no type of budget for a record, I wouldn't even put it out. Um. You know, you save it, especially if it's a great record. And then the second thing is like from an independent level when you're investing money to put something out, you know, you're you're putting it out in hopes of just gaining visibility. If you don't have seventy thousand, hundred thousand dollars to put into a record, then you're just putting that you can't have that expectation for that record. Right. That that the whole point should just be for you to be building a framework around yourself and getting exposure and people seeing you and seeing that you are a dynamic artist. Not not really thinking I'm gonna break this record, right. you know, with ten thousand mm-hmm. dollars. You know what I mean? Right. It's like um, 
but you can get a lot of reach, you yeah. get a lot of engagement. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But um, you know that's just the truth. It's just you know? the real. You know, it's the real. truth. That's yeah. Real. Well, you definitely dropped a lot of gems on us, man. Yeah, you man. dropped a lot of gems. Um, very articulate, very dope individual. Thanks. Um, yeah, like I definitely met you through Blex, mm -hmm. so you know I got to yeah. give sister credit for you know yeah. putting us all together and you know making this relationship right. yeah. what it is today. But before we go, can we get what he's what's coming at? Yeah, yeah. Oh man! I know we wrapping um, up. Yeah, so uh, a few things. I mean, we so we have the Soundcheck Distribution um, is a distro company I launched not too long ago, and we're I'm doing a little changing, a little rearranging in how we execute there. Okay. Um, I think what happens with a lot of artists is they they look at promo and marketing as the answer, um, and it's not just the answer by itself. What they're really looking for is a way to create fans. And to create fan growth, right. right? Like authentic engagement. They're looking for numbers, um, and so that's something that I'm, you know, kind of catching wind of and trying to reframe what we're doing with Soundcheck so that it puts artists in a position not just to, you know, get the good looks and magazine placements and billboards and those type of things, right. um, but um, actually the opportunity to grow and connect with real, real fans. Um, and so that's something that that we're working on. I'm excited that's about. Amazing. Thank you. Uh, Gold Brunch uh, Miami is is uh, this Sunday. It'll already be over when people see this. Um, and then uh, it's something else I'm really excited about in July that hopefully y'all will be a part of. I can't even I can't even uh, Ooh, talk about it right me. now. Yeah, let me know. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah. But I would love to have y'all. Very excited about it. Okay. Oh, we man. definitely look forward to being a part of your amazing events. Okay. Sure. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you definitely on your way. So in closing, you know, please give our listeners, we always like everybody to end with just positive words of affirmation. So what okay. is some advice that you can provide to anybody on their way, big dog? Love yourself. That's it. <laughs> That's it? Love That's yourself. it. Hey. <laughs> okay. I, I just knew you was about to say something. Okay, all right. Love That's yourself. a bar, right? That's right? a bar. All right. That's I was important. waiting. It's just, you got quiet. I was waiting for it, but I ain't nah, I was done. I was done. Love yourself. You can speak in some gems. <laughs> Please give our listeners your social media. Let them know where they can get in contact with you. All that and then some, my boy. Yeah, man. Um, at Devin L White, D E V I N L White, like the color. Um, yeah, everything's there. There it is. And tap in with them. Artists, tap in, tap in. This is a guy that you want to know. I'm telling <laughs> you, Infinite Vibes. Devin White is in the building. Pleasure. That's what you think. Exactly.